Welcome to Feel Better, Live More Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I have come across. It contains vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and I myself take it regularly. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to find out more and to access a very special offer for listeners of my podcast. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 30 of the podcast with award-winning author and expert in mindfulness and meditation, Danny Penman. It's easy to live our day-to-day lives on autopilot. And in this clip, Danny gives some great tips on how we can use mindfulness to become more present and to fully connect with life. Everybody thinks of mindfulness as a form of meditation. Well, meditation is just one form of practicing mindfulness, you know. Uh, What it really is, is being connected to whatever is going on around you. That's where its benefits come from. It's not sitting in the lotus position and, you know, focusing on your breath. The benefits of mindfulness come from just being connected with life. So in many ways, the the daily practice that you're recommending... Yeah. It's not really about that. That's that's almost tuning you into it yes. so that for the other 23 and a half hours of the day, yes. you are hopefully more mindful, more yep. attentive, more present because of the practice. Yeah, absolutely. And you think if you extrapolate that, you know, if you, you know, if you're spending like most people do 60 or 80 percent of your time going through an unconscious habit, you're actually only alive for a few hours each day you know, maybe four or five hours each day. Now, if you practice meditation for, say, 20 minutes a day and you then become conscious of your life for another hour or two each day, you're actually effectively adding a few decades to your life, you know, because you are living life on a daily basis rather than being unconscious. Danny, in one of your books, you also mentioned habit releases. Yeah. What are those? Human beings are fantastic habit machines. What it means in practice is you can also automate the way you think. It's about 50 to 80% of all of our thoughts and behaviours are just habits that are being triggered over and over and over again. Crucially, it means that we often automate negative states of mind and negative thoughts. And we can end up in these tremendous downward spirals that you know, is the, really is the root cause of, of, of depression and anxiety and stress. Now, you interrupt it, the process, um, obviously with mindfulness meditation, but the thing with habit releases is it begins to uh, we do these daily practices, whether it's something often very, very simple, like changing the place that you sit in meetings, for example, Um If you sit in a different chair at a meeting, you will have completely different thoughts than if you sit in your normal place. Sounds very simple, but you can have actually changed the direction of your life for that day. You know, just instead of getting your usual bus at the usual time, if you maybe get on a different bus stop or get a different bus or just walk, this can change the direction of your life for that day and progressively 
you know, as a day, as a days turn into weeks and months and years. Yeah, Danny. I mean, it does sound remarkable, but absolutely believable to me. That yes, yes. Just that you know, so much of what we do day in day out are just habits. You know, I, I think your action often determines your thoughts. So just how sitting in a different seat can change things. I think if you start your day really focus on yourself and being present that can have an impact throughout the day is that what you've seen it definitely is except i'm the opposite really I, yeah yeah i i cannot meditate in the morning oh this uh, is interesting tell me yeah, more yeah. so i uh, what i tend to do is immediately before i start writing i will just spend a few minutes focusing on the breath just it's not really full on meditation at all you know and then when i finished my day's work before I collect our daughter from school, that's when I do my meditation. So it's a way of kind of switching off almost. When you do some form of mindfulness meditation before picking your daughter up, do you have a different relationship, a different sort of experience with her than when you don't? Yeah, absolutely. And what I really notice is uh, not so much before I begin to meditate, but when I open my eyes, I suddenly realise I am so much calmer. And I feel as if my uh, consciousness is an awful lot broader. So when I walk out the house, I walk across the park, I notice all the leaves on the trees, the colour of the bark, the smell of the park, the grass or the the moisture in the air. So I'm really connected and really alive. And then I go and collect her. And, you know, it's, it's a profoundly different interaction relationship I have with my daughter on those days which is most days that I can I do the meditation but some days I don't manage to for various reasons. And what happens then? What tends to happen with me is when I begin to get stressed I feel as if I can't keep up with things you know I feel like there's this treadmill that I'm just kind of being dragged along and I'm not really in control of things and that comes out as maybe like a bit of snappiness, a bit yeah. short-temperedness, um, just that feeling of, you know, it's my amygdala starts to fire up, you know, as fight or flight kind of uh, situation. Yeah. And that that's, everybody experiences stress in different ways, but that that's what it is with me. It's great that you've got this, this daily practice that you can do it before you pick up your daughter. For people who say, you know, I'm working, I can't do that. What advice would you give to them? You have to just build moments into the day. Um, First of all, you have to understand it's very, very effective. You know, if you meditate or practice mindfulness, it liberates more time than it consumes. So you might spend five minutes or 10 minutes meditating a day, but actually you're spending far less time being worried or stressed or unhappy or just going through the whole habit routines all of the time. So you will end up liberating maybe half an hour or an hour extra. So you're creating more time you by doing it. You are creating more time. Oh, that's a key, key point because yeah. people say, I don't have time to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's... It, but it really is true. You know, all you have to do is spend a few days meditating and you suddenly realise there are actually quite a few gaps in the day where you can squeeze in just moments here and there. And the simplest of all meditations is where you, um, you know, you close your eyes, you focus on the sensations of breathing. So as the air flows into your lungs and then out and you are feeling the way your shoulders rise and fall the way your chest rises and falls 
the way your stomach moves in and out. So you're really getting in touch with your body and the sensations of breathing. And that is incredibly powerful, especially for stress relief and anxiety relief, because it has a direct influence on the body's parasympathetic nervous system. That's the, the calming aspect of the nervous system. So just breathing deep in and out, gradually slowing down, has this tremendously soothing effect on the body. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, so so many people who uh, are suffering stress and anxiety are perfectionists. And actually, they bring that perfectionism to mindfulness. And actually, you don't need to. You know, you find what you find. And it, it's as simple and as beautiful as that. Yeah, that's a key message, isn't it? I, I can really echo with that. Yeah. Um, it's, I guess, in some ways, it's don't let perfection be an obstacle to yeah. Set the actual action of doing it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. 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 Basically, just yeah. do it and you'll yeah. get the benefits. Yeah. Exactly. It's like when people are meditating, they get really annoyed with themselves when their mind suddenly chases off. They suddenly start thinking. And actually, that's a moment of mindfulness. When you realize your mind has wandered, that is a moment of mindfulness. So, in the midst of that apparent failure is actually your success. What can someone do? Let's say someone's listening to this and they are okay. actually. You know, I get that. That sounds great. But but what can I really do in my life? Have you got like a, a, a tip that people can think about? Yeah, I mean, really very simple things. Like if you're going to, say, a restaurant, a pub or a, a meeting at work, sit in a different place. If you walk into a bar, for example, and sit at a different table and look around, you will see a completely different environment than if you sat in your usual place. And if you sit in your normal place, you will actually zone out and you won't notice anything at all. You sit somewhere different and you will see everything from a different angle. You will suddenly, you know, there'll be different sights and sounds and smells. You, you will be alive. If you are feeling stressed, maybe you're sitting in, in your office or, you know, you just life is getting uh, beginning to overwhelm you and you need a break right now, just literally go outside, look at the sky, look at the horizon, look down the street, just broaden your awareness. That is incredibly simple thing to do. And it's very, very effective. Your next tea or coffee break, you know, just close your eyes, pay attention to all of the flavours and the smells of, of, of the tea or coffee. So um, really savour it. Really. Yeah, just really, because, you know, life is for living and we miss so, so much because we're just driven by these habits. You know, we, we think we know what a cup of coffee or tea is going to taste like, so we never actually taste it. Hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Please do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the full conversation with my guest? And if you enjoyed this episode, I think you will really enjoy my new bite-sized Friday email. It's called The Friday Five. And each week I share things that I do not share on social media. It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small yet powerful dose of feel good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it at drchastity.com forward slash Friday 5. 
I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you have pressed subscribe and I'll be back next week with my long-form conversation on Wednesday and the latest episode of Bite Science next Friday. <laughs> <laughs>